Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saige, and I'm broadcasting today from Kenya, Nairobi, Kenya. So, Maureen, just for you, all the way from Nairobi, Kenya. Maureen, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for doing this from the other side of the world. I feel, I really feel honored now. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, well, the privilege is ours. You know, Maureen, before I introduce you, so you, you've been an e-community member since, what, two, three months now? You you kind of... Something like that. Yeah, you, you actually, right before Nehemiah Week was where you became a member. So in, in this short time, has has it been for you being a part of this community? Oh, it's been amazing. I have met people all over the world that I would have never had a chance to meet. And um, I've made... Uh, connections with these people I, I've learned like a ton and I just can't say enough about it and then the Nehemiah week of course I think I'm still reeling from that <laughs> that was a while ago already and I'm still like walking three feet off the ground from it because I, I learned an incredible amount I met some just wonderful beautiful Christian business people it it's been a great ride so far I'm looking forward to keep on going <laughs> Let's do it, let's do it. So Maureen is an entrepreneur, a business consultant coach, but she's also an author. One of the reasons I asked her to come to the podcast today is to talk about her latest book. And, and we're gonna do, it's gonna be part one, part two, because she has an amazing story as an entrepreneur herself. And so I'm gonna get a lot into that today. So our title for our podcast is Making God Number One in Your Business, which is the title of her book. Uh, I was going to show the book, but I actually have it here on my, on my phone. Um, so it's Making God Number One in Her Book. And listen, if you are a biblical entrepreneur, if you are an, an e-community member, uh, this is the book you want to have in your library. It's it's all the kind of stuff that we like to talk about. You'll get just a, a refined insight about what does it really look like when we say God owns it all? I mean, you take that, you take that on big time, Maureen. I mean, you just kind of take that on and you slam dunk it. I mean, you you're pretty passionate about it. Oh, very, very. <laughs> and you learn how she became passionate about that. So let me tell you about Maureen before we get into uh, the story. So Maureen, uh, so. Marie has a company called Marie Consultant. She's a successful entrepreneur who has a passion for helping small businesses. Over 25 years experience in business, she took a business from zero to over a million dollars in revenue in the first year of each business. So Marie, so you've had more than one business. Is yes. that correct? So, yeah. so you're kind of like a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> wow. So she it's one thing to do it once, but you know, you know, to do it multiple times, that's when you know that the person has an instinct for this kind of stuff. Uh, so she's had experience in starting and buying and selling small businesses, as well as expanding existing businesses. She has two published books on Amazon and several online workshops to take you to the next level. She's currently the founder and co-owner of two businesses which are designed to serve others and help them grow. These two companies are Mori Consultant and Step Up Referral Inc. Her passion for serving others 
and making this dream come true is exciting and inspiring. If you are serious about taking your business life and or job to the next level, you will want to work with her team. Well, God bless you, Maury. Thank you so much, first of all, for your commitment to kingdom business and, and your devotion to really honing on this idea that God does own it all. Now, Maury, let me ask you this question before we get into the depth of our podcast in terms of the, 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 your story. So tell about your company. So first, tell me about Maury Consultant. I know I read the body there. What exactly does it do? Tell me a bit about what happens there, and then tell me about start of, step, step of referral. Go for it. Well, with um, Maury Consulting, it started out as me being a business coach because I had, over the years, I had been helping people all the time. While I was building my businesses, people kept coming to me and saying, how are you doing that? We want to know. We want to do what you're doing, you know, and I just would help everybody because I wanted everyone to do well or better than me. So, um, then I decided to um, do it for a business and I figured, you know, it'd be a great way to pay the mortgage rather than doing it. Keep doing it for free. And I just told my last business anyway. So it started out as just helping small businesses, but God gave me a calling and kind of coincided with this book as well to lean more towards kingdom building rather than just building, you know, helping people build their businesses. So then I realized that when you ask people, um, what does it mean when you say you have a Christian-owned business? The answers that I got were kind of like what I used to say many years ago. And I'm like, oh, wow, you know, this is this is needed. So I kind of changed things up a bit. And now I'm, I call uh, my title or whatever you want to call it is, um, it's actually a steward for God, but a Christian business coach rather than just business coach, because all of my principles and every way I lead people in their businesses is going to be in a godly manner. It's not that I can't coach other businesses. It's just they might not. If you're an unbeliever, you aren't going to understand where I'm going with with all the principles. And step up referrals is um, I put that on the back burner a little bit for a while um, due to time constraints. But I designed this company to help small businesses who, you know how it can happen to anyone at any time and unforeseen situation can come up where a business is just in trouble. It's not because they did anything wrong. Maybe maybe the owner had an illness, something bad happened, or maybe they're just struggling due to some circumstance beyond their control. And so I set up this online presence to have the community help those businesses. And I'm still working that a little bit. We did really well when I first launched it. And then um, well, things kind of changed and, and uh, uh, God called me a different direction. So I'm hoping to get back to that soon as well. It's a, it's a pay it forward. It's part of my pay it forward business method, you know, and um, you reap what you sow. So if you're constantly um, giving and helping others in business, then, you know, you always reap what you sow. I love it. I love it. And that is so true. Um, the principle of sowing and reaping is something that we talk about a lot in biblical entrepreneurship. And it's a law. Whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, you know, you reap what you sow. That is that is the law. And many times, so if you don't like your current situation or circumstance, let me ask the question, what are you sowing? Because if, if a banana producer wants to get banana, he's not going to plant apples. Right. He's going to plant banana. 
So if you're getting apples, then you're planting the wrong seeds, my friend. Go ahead and plant some bananas because that's what you are, a banana producer. Maureen, let's take us a little bit back. Uh, so you have these two companies, several of the companies, and you have this passion for, for God in business, and thus comes your kind of this book that you've done. But let's kind of talk about where Maureen began in her journey, when Maureen began her journey of entrepreneurship. Um, so did you always want to be an entrepreneur growing up? No, I hadn't even thought of it. You know, I had different jobs oh. over the years. And one day I realized that um, the place that I was working, I didn't like the way that I was being, I and any of the, all the employees were being treated. And I'm like, you know, I know that, that it could be better. So I had this dream that I would own a business and that I would treat all the employees the way that I wanted to be treated in the job that I was at. The corporate world was not working very well for me. I just didn't like the way that it was set up. Um, God certainly wasn't in it. And I just wanted to, to be different, to make a difference. So I started up a, the first company was a construction company. And then um, I added on to that with some flooring stores and just all kinds of different things. But I'll tell you, um, I, I was able to do it. There were people that told me when I first started, you're too nice to be in business. You, you, you can't be that way. You won't make any money. And, and my goal was to show them that that's not true. You can be kind and loving and uh, uh, you can be kind and loving and you can still make money. In fact, <laughs> I made a lot. <laughs> well said. And at this point, are you a believer? Oh, yes. Okay, so 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 tell me about your faith experience in terms of how that came about. Okay, so I was born in I was actually I grew up in North Dakota, and my parents, you know, they um, made sure that I went to church every week and Sunday school and and everything. So I was I was brought up with with God and with Jesus. But unfortunately, I don't know if it was me or the church, so I'm not really going to point blame here, but there's just so much I didn't learn. Like, I didn't understand what it meant to have a relationship with God, but I always believed in God. And when I got older, a friend of mine invited me to a church in, in Virginia where I was living, and I'm like, hearing all this about a relationship with God. And that's what really started turning me around. I'm like, wow, um, I actually, this is a big thing. You know, this is really exciting. And, and my love for God, my love for Jesus, and it just grew and it grew and it grew. And then after all these businesses, I mean, I ran my businesses in a godly way, but I still didn't quite, I surrendered my life to Jesus, but didn't really think about the business part, like surrendering the business. It just never really crossed my mind. I mean, I ran my business in a godly way and I was kind to people, but surrendering that, I just didn't think about it. And then... One day, a number of years ago, my entire life turned upside down. Like, you know, personal, health, professional, everything. Just, it's like someone just ripped the rug right out from under me. And I knew I needed God more than ever at that moment. And, you know, I'm a testimony that when the Bible says that God uses you at your weakest and your lowest to shine through you, there's nothing more true. So just started making, I asked the whole, I invited the Holy Spirit in to make more changes. I mean, I have the Holy Spirit, but I'm like, no, I need more. I need more, more, more. I, I have to 
turn my life around. I need a new direction and I need help. I can't do it on my own. And so um, I started doing different things. God was just leading me in all these paths. And then one day he's like, you're going to write a book and here's the title. And I'm like, no, don't do that to me. I'm scared. You know, Um, he gave me the skills of business and I took a little time to reflect on all this because what I was, what I found is that all those years of all the things that I was doing and learning and all the talents and skills he had given me led me to where I was. And at that point, I'm like, all right, let, let's do it. And the Holy Spirit was behind it all, behind all the writing. And the more I got into the book, the more I learned, the more excited I got, and the more passionate I got, even surprising, I could even get more passionate about helping small businesses, but I did. Because now I'm like, you know what? Leading people to Jesus, one business at a time. Uh, that, that's like the most exciting thing that, that I could say right now. And that's what this is going to do. So I'm just on this awesome journey and excited to be here. Wow. What an exciting journey. So again, talking to Marie Renee, we're talking about her latest book, uh, Making God Number One in Your Business. Uh, the, these books are available on Amazon, right? Where's the available? Besides Amazon, Amazon, and I believe Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. You can grab these. We can get an e-copy. I've got my e-copy, or you can get a physical copy, and uh, and it will just give you great insight on what it looks like to make God number one. But right now, we're talking about Maureen's story and how she got here. So, Maureen, you kind of shared, and I can tell what well, as you shared that you would on the truth because that sounds very familiar. Most of us who've been called by God kind of go through that. Let me ask you this, as the idea came to you of this blend between your business life and what you've known and this Christ who wanted more than just being your friend, uh, he wanted uh, pretty much for you to fully surrender to him, yes. right? And for you to, so my question is, at any point in that during that process, did you tell, did you kind of get a sense from others that you were weird for bringing these two things together? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. And because it did start a little bit before that with me wanting, I wrote two books before and they were business books. And I wanted to put more about how my journey with God was in those. And I made the huge mistake of listening to them. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to admit this because I, it, it makes me sad that I, that I did this, but I listened to them and they're like, well, don't you want to sell your book to everybody? You know, don't you want everyone to benefit from this? And if you talk about God, nobody's going to buy it and just stuff like that. And I, ah, I bought into Satan's lies and um, it, it, it just didn't go well. And so when he told me to, to do this book, I'm like, good, because this is where my heart really is. This is really what I want to tell people. And one thing that I do say in the book, and I say to everybody that will listen to me is, you know, don't worry about where your business is going to come from. Don't don't be like, oh, well, I want all the business, not just, you know, if I talk about Jesus, I'll only get Christian business. You know what? First of all, God gives you all the business you're going to get regardless. Your business is all coming from him no matter what. So when I started 
acting more like that throughout the years, the more I put him first and quit worrying about all the business, the more business that came to me. Going back to the idea of seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. So you started experiencing yeah. immediately the add to life, didn't you? Yes. I love it. Again, yes. we're talking to Marie Renee from um, the, uh, from the, the, she's the author uh, of this great book called Making God Number One in Business. Also the founder of two companies and, and those two companies have distinct purpose, but yet uh, they kind of work together. One of them uh, is called uh, Marie uh, Consulting, and the other one is Step Up. Um, uh, let me see here. Uh, Marie, Step Up Referral, which you said that Step Up Referral is kind of uh, right now, it's kind of it's kind of not as active, but you're going to re-engage that going forward. And that was started out of a passion of yours. Many were getting asking you for help as to how you grew from your business standpoint. All right. So so, so you, you decide to write this book and you now begin to bring it together. So prior to this, you were the entrepreneur. You were kind of the one that did the brick and mortar. Now you're moving to being a thought leader. Now you're moving to being a consultant coach. Now you're kind of shifting hat here. How difficult or hard was that transition? Because there are people watching us, Marie, and they might say, I want to be like her. I've got business experience. I've got uh, these ideas I have. I want to move to that. I want to shift hats and become the consultant or the coach or whatever. How difficult was that transition for you? And part of what I ask is because many times, uh, there's a sense in entrepreneurs that they want to keep owning a core business that's other than consulting and coaching if they want to go that route. Well, I'll go back a little bit. You know, about 20 years ago, I was, I ha I've always had a business coach myself. I really believe that every business should have coaching. I, nobody knows everything about anything. So having a coach is, is very beneficial. So I remember watching one of my coaches one day standing up and speaking in front of a bunch of people in this group and, and teaching and explaining stuff. And I thought, you know, I love public speaking and I love teaching. I'd like to do what he does someday, but not because I, and I mentioned it to him and then he said, well, why don't you? I said, no, I love my business that I'm doing now. I don't, I didn't want to leave what I was doing. I absolutely loved it. And that just kind of stayed in the back. And then when I sold that last flooring store and construction company and I moved back um, home and stuff, that's when all everything um, changed and this all started. And um, so it was, kind of, it was easy in the respect that I had had a coach for many years and I learned from him. Um, it was difficult because it wasn't quite my wheelhouse yet because I'd been in a couple of industries for so many years. But I think the reason why it was easy, easier for me to, to transition to it is because my passion, my passion for wanting to build up small businesses, especially with God, it, and it's become such a fire in my heart that now I'm ready to conquer. I, I'll just bulldoze down any wall to make this happen for people because I've got the fire in my heart for Jesus and I've got the fire in my heart for people to succeed in their dreams. So in that respect, it was an easy transition. 
I think where it could have been difficult is if you don't seriously have the love and passion for people and bringing them up to what they they want and where they need to be might not be your your thing to do. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can. Okay. So you so you're saying so for you it had to do with your own passion and your own kind of desire. Oh, <laughs> I love it. You already got Demika says you are the real deal. She's blessed to know you. That is that is awesome. So so for you, so they have to have kind of a need passion and heart to really help people and not just go at it transactionally, right? Yes. But do, do you miss the brick and mortar kind of running the, do you miss it at all? Or do you find like uh, that was all preparing you for now? Oh, sounds ah. yeah, it did prepare me for now. Yes, and it took me a while to understand how God was preparing me all these years for what I'm doing now. But some days I miss it because so many people would come into my store every day and I made a lot of friends, met a lot of people and I enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed the design work. I love to design kitchens and bathrooms and houses and I miss it a little bit as far as that goes. But you know, you have to graduate in life. You're always on this journey and, and you need to keep going to the next step. So I've kind of, I've gotten over the grief. I've grieved it. <laughs> And now it's behind me, and and I'm on the next, the next step, next chapter. Uh, I love it. If you want to know more about Maureen, and you want Maureen, sorry, if and if you want to her to come, I mean, because you're getting somebody with already business experience, been there, done that. Uh, she has a website, MaureenConsultant.com. Um, Maureen, M-A-U-R-I, Consultant.com. There you can learn about her her businesses, her journey. And then of course, from there, you can also um, connect with her so that she might guide you along. I'm curious. So people watching and listening, they're saying, hey, I, I want to consider reaching out to her. Uh, who's your idea client? Talk to, you know, who, who are the kind of people that, uh, that you look to work with? People that want to know how they can use their business to lead people to Jesus. People that want to know how they can truly, well, why, first of all, there are some people who have asked me, like, um, why would God be number one in my business? And these are Christian people. Um, and they're, they're, they've been asking me some questions, um, like, well, why, and then how, and even though the book explains a lot of this and gives you a ton of tools to do this, I also have a workbook, so small groups can can get to get small groups of business like you have the small group um, Bible studies at church. You can do small groups with the book and, and this Bible study that I wrote um, so that people can help each other like a community. Well, I want to either help people in that setting or help them individually so that they can get to where they want to go with God. That's my ideal client. I mean, I can help anyone in, in any way in business, but what I really want to do is get the, get, the Christian business owners to the level that they want to be with God so that he's the, the owner, the CEO, he's number one in their business because that will give them peace and joy in their life mm -hmm. and peace and joy that they've never known before. It, it, 
it's different. Once you truly surrender that business to God, it's a whole different ball game. And the buck doesn't just stop with you anymore. You know, as business owners, the buck stops with us. I mean, there is nobody higher that we can like sweep it off to or whatever. And with, with the Trinity, you know, you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in your business. What more could you ask for? There is nobody who can, nobody can um, compare to them. They're the ultimate. And when they're running your business, you have a lot more peace and joy and love in your heart. And you also um, can help lead people to Jesus with your business. And a lot of people are afraid to do that. You know, they're afraid they might get sued or worried about political correctness or whatever. The book goes through all of that. You really can use your business to lead people to Jesus. Oh wow, that is incredible! And with that, let's tee up this. Let's tee up this book. So, but if you want to get a copy of the book, because we go, we're not going to get to it in detail today, because um, I want Mori um, um, to come back to really drill into it. But if you need, if you want to get a copy of the book, uh, go to if you go to Amazon.com uh, slash Making God Number One in Your Business, Making God One. Uh, your business, you can go there and get a copy, okay? What would be neat if you were to get a copy and you are able to read and prepare so that when Marie comes back here on the studio, you can ask questions yes. and kind of uh, be, be, be engaged with it. Marie, what I want to do, I want to read as we prepare here to, um, to, to, to let you go and bring you back. I want to read the introduction. Because your introduction was so powerful. I said, you know what, I want to literally read that whole thing. And there's some, because the way you wrote your introduction, um, it was, it, it really speaks to what you got in the book. And let's talk about that first, because your introduction, uh, well, let, me, let me read it first. Okay. So she begins, this is, uh, this is her introduction to the book. She says, God created everything the entire universe, therefore he owns everything, including your business. I am sure most of you know that God owns everything, but do you ever really think about it or really see the entire world, including your business that way? We often think of ourselves as the creation of God, but forget that everything we create is an expression of his love, grace, and power. I mean, that powerful. This is this is simple. This is basic, but this is reinforcing these truths. Then she's going to say, "What do most? This is what I love the most. What do most toddlers say when you try to take their toys away? <laughs> they usually scream, mine, right? I got two girls. Mine, mine.' Children learn early and quickly the word." of ownership, mine, me, I, my, etc. That sense of ownership, I'm sorry, that's in the possession of ownership is a part of our human nature, but it does not reflect the divine nature God has imparted to us. Notice, Murray, you talk about how selfish we are, which is no reflection of who God created us to be. And then you say, how many of us learn at a young age that everything belongs to God, right? I would venture to guess that not many of us did. How powerful and potential life change, life altering would it be if parents said those to those uh, to toddlers? 
No, actually that toy, you, me, and everything else in the universe belong to God. We are just getting to use it for now. I mean, so in a sense, you're kind of saying here to begin at early age, being very intentional, even with the toys, to teach our children about stewardship and, and that what they have that came through their parents, their clothes, their toys, is, is the Lord's and they're, they're, they're temporary caretakers of it. And then she says this, I'm sure that, that there are plenty of people who would disagree with me. I sure wish my parents would have started me out that way. It would have been much easier growing up with that idea than having to learn it often the hard way as an adult. So Marie, before I go on, so let's talk about that a bit. So you, you, so you, in a sense, are saying you think we should start teaching children this at a young age. Elaborate on that. Yes, because if you start out, well, you know how anything you start out with at two or three or four years old stays with you normally for the rest of your life. And my mom, when I was really little, she, um, I used to always ask her, how do you know everything? You know, like, how do you know I did that? She said, well, just remember this. Um, I don't know, I can't watch you every minute of the day, but God watches you every second of every day and you will never be able to do anything. And I was like three years old when she told me this. You will never be able to do anything where God can't see you. You will never hide from him no matter how hard you try. So whatever you do, keep in mind he's watching. Well, that was great and it stuck with me for, for all my life. Now, did I veer off from it once in a while? <laughs> yes. But if... If we teach children at a very young age that everything isn't theirs, I, just imagine how society would, would, would be. You see kids fighting over toys and fighting over the playground equipment and stuff like that. But look at what happens when they get older and they're fighting over other things. And in my experiences in the corporate world, you know, with jobs, people were backstabbing and fighting over jobs. And if they would have, if we all would have realized, hey, wait a minute, this is God's corporation here we're just workers for him for his glory if you could if if you learn that at a younger age i think that it'll be so much easier to deal with what's going on in the world when you get older the older i got it's like things were slapping me in the face you know then my rose colored glasses got broken and i'm like what's happening here this is a pretty evil place um i just really believe that had i been taught a little bit more about that when i was younger and not everything, nothing is mine, and it all belongs to God. I, I would have taken care of certain things better, and I think my life would have gone a different direction, a much better direction, actually. Wow, I love it. So as I'm hearing you, I'm thinking Christian schools, homeschoolers, even public schools, I mean, just beginning early to teach this idea. And then you go on to say, like those toddlers, we are all used to, to saying, I, me, mine. Yes. Once you see everything as his, your entire outlook changes, and it changes for the better. And you talked about how one of the greatest outcomes is that you become less selfish. You stop looking at everything as mine. You also become much more grateful for everything God lets you enjoy while you're on earth. And your stress, here's the operative word, your stress is greatly reduced because you learn to trust him with his business. You've been a business owner. 
Talk to us about that. That doesn't logically make sense. One of the things for me that makes me feel because I, I know I own this stuff. But then you say, no way, Patrice. If you recognize God owns it, you'd be less stressful. Tell me about it, uh, Maureen. Maureen. Well, um, hmm. I go at this forever, but um, let me think of some key points. Uh, when you realize that, um, number one, you don't have to have the buck stop with you. You don't have to uh, bring all the burdens of your business onto yourself. You give those burdens to God. That's where you get some peace and less stress. Um, also, the more love you put in your heart towards others, as you'll see later on in the book, um, there's a lot of tools on how to love other people um, in, in the business world. The more you do that and the more you surrender, you, you're not just surrendering um, all the burdens to him. You're also surrendering your, your um, I'm sorry, profit uh, uh, rewards, you know, the you can't take credit where credit isn't due. So he takes your stresses and your burdens and hardships and helps you to deal with that and gives you peace and calm through the storm. But also you need to give God the blessings from the business, you know, the first fruits of the business, because again, he will, he will give you more. What, what you are good with when you are good with responsibility of little, he will give you more. And so you'll, you'll reap fruitful rewards from the business, more fruitful rewards, knowing that it's his to begin with once you've surrendered it. And then, like I said, the, the, the peace of knowing that it, the world isn't going to end over not getting a deal or a sale. That, that's something that um, I had to learn over the years. It was really difficult is you have to stop and say, if I don't get this big sale or if this job, I was in construction, uh, construction never goes great all the time. So I had to ask myself, if this job epically fails, what's really going to happen to me? Is my whole world going to fall apart? Am I really going to die? No, because I have God to pick up the pieces and help me move forward. So that's just a little, a few tidbits of, um, explain that. I love it. And, Marie, um, I once heard somebody say this, that um, if that God owns the assets and the liability as well, which for him, it made him relieve himself of the burden of the debt. Would you agree with that principle as well? Yes. Yes. That is powerful. Because, I mean, the biggest thing for entrepreneurs is the stress and anxiety of business performance and business liabilities. But so if you recognize, like my staff, I mean, at the end of the day, they know that at the end of the day, I'm the one on the hook, right? Mm -hmm. So as long as they're submitting to the process, you know, they're going to be okay. Well, if I didn't carry that burden, could you imagine? I mean, we have all these staffs around the world. Now, I've got to recognize, no, it's not really me that's submitting to, it's him that's submitting to you because we are all co-stewards of God's stuff so that the I, I don't worry about the assets, could they mind, nor do I worry about the liabilities. Oh, my goodness, we might have a time. But, but, but let me say this. I'm going to just share with you some of the titles in this book, and then we're going to bring Maureen back. We're going to get into it, okay? She begins with, the, the God owns everything. 
That's her opening chapter. And then she says, where are you now? She kind of take an assessment of, of where you are now concerning that. And then she goes, does your business serve others? Does your business glorify God or you? Is it really your calling? Forward, foundation, resources, planting, hold on loosely, pride and humility, faith challenges. I love it. Money, preparedness. And here's one, one that I really love. Pay it forward business method. I cannot wait to, to hear more about that. And that's where your step of referral program kind of came, 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 came from, right? I mean, they all yeah. kind of connected. So listen, uh, be on the lookout. We're going to have Maury back on, on, in the podcast so we can get into this book. You kind of know about her story a bit as an entrepreneur, what she does, her thoughts, her philosophy. Go get a book. Visit her at mauriconsultant.com, mauriconsultant.com, A-M-A-U-R, um, consultant. Now, wait a minute. Is it, is it, you got, two, tell me about these two names. Maria. Okay, I'll explain. So, yes. when I was a kid, I um, had the nickname of Maury, and it was near and dear to my heart. And I, and a couple of, and when I was a kid, I didn't like that name with my maiden name, didn't go. So, I never allowed anyone to call me that except two people. And those two people have passed away, and now I cherish my nickname, Maury. And then my middle name is French, Renee, R-E-N-E. So Maury Renee is like my pen name. And, and I go by either name. I just wanted to just wanted it to be special and more give the glory to God because it's not about my name. It's about his. So anyway, whether you call me Maury or Maureen or Maury Renee, it doesn't matter. I, I'm happy with all of it. Exactly. That's what you can speak about. Go to Amazon.com. Making God no, number one in your business. Go get the copy today and be on the lookout because we're going to have it back and uh, and talk more about the book. Don't leave yet, though, because I'm going to ask Maureen and Maury <laughs> to give you some closing advice. OK, I'm going to actually give some insight, free advice for you as you consider how do you really make God number one? If you if you if you don't want to tune in to watch us, or if you forget to tune in, I'm gonna give us some advice. What are some tips that she can give you right now as to how right now you can make God number one to your business? Again, you want to know more about her? Visit her website at moriconsulting.com, um, moriconsulting.com, and or you can go to amazon.com and you can get her copy of her book. Listen, if you enjoy this podcast, I want you to share it. Share with friends, share with family, share on your social media, because you might know someone like Marie with the kind of experience she had who could be encouraged or inspired by her story. You might know somebody who needs to understand that God does own it all, that they need to make God number one and the benefit of the bit. They're stressed out and they've been carried this weight of stress because they've, they've been led to believe that they own the business. They've been taking medications. They've been going to therapy, psych, psych, seeing a psychiatrist because of how overwhelmed they feel over life and it's because of that business. Well, right now, this message can help them in a very cost-effective way to understand that they don't own it. God owns both the debt and the asset, the liability and the assets. Share this with them. 
friends share good things with other friends. Also, if you want to know how we can help you to build your own business, to become a biblical entrepreneur, a business that honors Christ and that recognizes at its inception that God does own it all. Or if you're in business and you want to grow deeper into understanding how to truly run a business from God's perspective, visit our website, nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. There you can learn about training program, biblical entrepreneurship, serve with love, identity and destiny in the law. You can learn about our coaching program, group coaching, executive coaching, elite coaching. You can also learn about our access to capital. I'm right now here in Kenya and, and visiting some of the business that we've invested in here in Kenya and some of the business that we've trained and coached. It is amazing. Today alone, I visited four, I believe four or five businesses, total of 200 jobs among those businesses created right here in Kenya. And one of the business, a business that actually two of them that we want to invest in because we believe in being able to come alongside kingdom entrepreneurs who have been faithful and loyal, who are running superb businesses and bring capital to bear. They're not gift, there are investment loans. However, they're waiting to get going without having to look at a place of capital. So, so visit our website for that and also learn to become a community. Membership does have its privileges. Join us today. We are one of the a community with one of the greatest diverse communities in, in the world with members out of Asia, Africa, Europe, Latin America, North America, and together we can transform the world. Well, Maureen, I want you to close with this. Somebody's watching and listening to us, they're saying, Maureen, I, I've been convicted. I want to know what do I do? How do I truly right now, if you had to give me one or two things that I can do right now to make God number one in my business, what advice would you give him? Well, first of all, um, I had it all, and then I lost it all. I'm sorry. I was I had this great thing in my head, so now I don't. Um, first of all, the um, having the Trinity, you know, the the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit in your business. You can't. You can never hire anybody with that with those kind of qualities. Nobody compares. Um, having them in your business is um, it's peaceful, <clears throat> puts joy in your heart. And if I had, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe that the train just totally left my station there for a minute. Um, a lot of people don't realize that you can use the Bible and God's word for so many things in your business. Whether you're starting a new business and you're using it as your foundation, which is the best way but if you're already in business and you're struggling you need to do a maintenance check on your foundation and use tools like the bible god's word praying to rebuild that foundation fill in the cracks fix where it's missing where parts are missing so that you have a solid foundation remember jesus said that you know when this when the storm comes if your house is built on sand you know what's going to happen if it's built on the rock it's going to stand jesus is the cornerstone and it's amazing how many people will say to me, well, how's the Bible going to help me in this business? That is, that is exactly how it works. You can use the Bible to do your business plan, your strategic planning, your marketing planning, how to hire people. That's a lot of the book goes through um, how to do that, how to use the tools like that. Another thing that is really important, remember what, what goes in comes out. So, Everybody should have a business coach and a mentor 
to, to help them move forward with their business. Make sure it's somebody that's on your same page. You're a solid Christian foundation. Somebody, you could look at a business and say, oh, wow, they made millions and everything, but they're unbelievers. You don't know how they did it. You don't know where their heart is, and you don't know if it's going to even be around tomorrow. But when you know that your mentor that you're dealing with or your coach is on a solid Christian foundation, they will give you solid biblical advice. And that is very key. And that I found that at, at Nehemiah. Nehemiah Project International, um, everything that, that Patrice and everyone does there, it's, it's on solid biblical principles that you can't go wrong. You can never go wrong with God. Well said, well said. Marie, thank you so much for joining our community. We look forward to having you back here. And I tell you, I, I cannot wait to have more of our coaches and friends read this book and what a gift you are in being an addition to our community. Thank you so much. Again, the book is Making God Number One in Your Business. And uh, you can get it from Amazon. Uh, you can also visit Maureen at her on her website at marieconsultant.com, marieconsultant.com. Well, guys, before you leave, let me pray for you. Again, be in prayer for us here in Kenya as we provide uh, training and coaching for entrepreneurs here in the next several days. We'll be here till a week from Monday. Tomorrow we'll go to one city, preach there, teach there, and then continue. Uh, oh, thank you so much, uh, Nelson. Good having you here. But let me pray for you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord enable you to steward those talents that are under your care, like Maureen. May the Lord allow you to steward them in such a way that one day you will hear those wonderful words. Well done good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. He'll not make you rule over much. God bless you. Maureen, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you, and God bless you. And have a safe and awesome trip. Thank you so much.